Sergeant Tigger Thoris to Korea 6. Come in, Korea 6. Go for Korea 6. Korea 6, just after a situation report over there. Copy that, kids squared away. Weapons locked and loaded, ready to roll on operations there, down in your command. Copy that, Korea 6. Let's do this thing. On the weekend of September 17, 2016, some friends and I piled into a car and headed to the University of New South Wales. Today, we weren't just friends. We were a squad. We were the Vault Dwellers, complete with code names. And for most of our squad, Courier 6, a.k.a. James, Whiskey Rose, a.k.a. Kira, and Sergeant Tigasaurus, that's me, this wasn't the first time we'd devoted an entire day to running around a university campus and fighting for survival in the simulated zombie apocalypse that is known as Z-Town. We had played this game before, but the new additions to our squad, Spob the Ghost and Mr. Surprise, a.k.a. Marty, well, let's just say they were first-timers. But on this day, it really didn't matter if you were a veteran or fresh meat, because none of us had ever played a Z-Town this big. With 1,000 players expected to show, we had no idea what to expect. <laughs> Once again, hello, just a quick note, we will be starting as soon as we clear this queue. We've got like about 150-200 We arrived to a sea of people with bright yellow Nerf blasters slung over their shoulders and strapped to their thighs and tucked into holsters under their arms. Pretty soon, the game begins. To reiterate, we start with the golden rule, and the golden rule is simply, don't be a dickhead. What do I mean by this? I mean that we are all fully grown adults, and we're all playing with toys that are sold to ages eight and up. Having arrived late, my squad and I were still buckling on our gear when we heard an announcement. May have been uh, listening to all this news of the affliction coming down from the northeast, or some sort of virus, or the end of days. I don't take much uh, stock of that, but uh, it, all I got to say is Concord has been through worse, we'll, and we will survive long, long into the future. Uh, oh, is that? Oh, maybe we don't need a new election. I can see our uh, our excellent sheriff is alive and well. He, he, uh, oh wait, no. No, he's dead. He's very dead. Okay, you better run. He, yeah, we got some zombies coming out. Get out of here. So before we knew it, we see zombies emerge from behind the waiting registration crowd. These are the OZs, the original zombies, and they're the ones that start the infestation. Within the first hour of the game, these guys are pretty much our biggest threats. Needless to say, we all ran for safety. That's a nice start. <laughs> Sergeant's log. The game has just begun. We've already lost one. We all, we've already lost one. We've well, lost separated. whiskey. Been separated from Whiskey Rose. There was a bit of a zombie ambush at the town meeting, and everyone is has fled. It'll be an interesting game. I think that gaming is a, a way in which people 
enjoy constant feedback of incremental success. We like to close loops. We like to see progress in our lives. And gaming is usually a system of rules with very tactile feedback. Games transport you to places and situations where you can thrive, but you don't necessarily get to experience. Luckily, the separation from Whiskey Rose was only temporary, but it was enough to put us all on edge, on high alert, and become suspicious of everyone. Sergeant's log. It's amazing. The we suspect that the suspicious character from before is a original zombie. He's been in hot pursuit of groups, and he's not showing any signs of hesitation. Our plan is to scope out our environment, get a map in our mind, and... Uh, Hopefully try and find a faction or a group to buddy up with. Players say that the reason that they play are for those moments of intensity where they're actually feeling like they're making life or death decisions about whether or not to leave friends behind, um, split up, um, you know, thinking that they may not see each other again alive. All of, I guess, our goals are to keep it while playful, also create something where stakes are real because that's a big part of the game for people. Spob, do you want to tell us what happened? Some chick is like, oh, and that's my friends, like five-ish kind of friends. Had, had, who got them? Alpha zombie in like a pink tutu. It was actually her and then a guy with long hair. And that's my friend, so I'm just gonna, I'll follow you guys. And I kept saying to the others, guys, come on, she could be one, she could be one. Like, no, I asked her to come along. We've picked up a stranger and we think that she's a zombie, potentially yeah. original zombie. Can I just tell her to go away? Masons are up that way. She has information. She knows too much. She was an OZ. She was an original zombie. And she just took my cousin. Oh, Marty. I can't believe she turned you into a zombie. How do you feel? How do you feel? Disappointed. Let's do it. Mr. Surprise, welcome to the zombie uprising. Calling Mr. Surprise. To see if he's a zombie. <laughs> Are you a zombie? Okay. Uh, I take that as a yes. <laughs> you make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. sheriff is Hersey Mason. All hail the new sheriff. So the whole goal, I mean, immersion is the goal. We want to create um, a environment where um, you can suspend disbelief if you want to, and we want to make that as easy as possible so the music and the fact that we have a dedicated radio station is there so that people can feel like they are actually part of the apocalypse and that it's the zombie apocalypse is bigger than the university they're playing on because it's being reported on the news and it's all around you we just got some information from a red faction member that red and yellow are teaming up to take out blue our squad at the moment is currently factionless and uh, we're not really sure that we should actually join a faction. Oh, we have finally found so much. Like, more crowd. So what do you do? You're a faction and then factional missions, yes. Like what? Like, right now we have to protect our glorious leader. Right. 
Who's that? Uh, what makes him so glorious? He, he became the mayor. He's in a brown trench coat. We like him very much. Okay. Do you want to become a member of the Red Team? Uh, what are the advantages? Nothing. Um. <laughs> Factions was something we jumped into early, and it was to solve a problem with the game, which was that there's zombies everywhere at the end of the game, and it's so exciting, but at the beginning of the game, it, there's not that many zombies, and it can be a little bit um, boring try walking around if you don't see a threat. And so we didn't want anyone to have that experience, so we just, you know taking a cue from things like The Walking Dead, where you have to fear humans as much as you fear the undead, we said, well, let's straight away divvy up the humans into three factions. Let's make them antagonistic of each other. We did not anticipate how much the players get into it. Maybe we should join someone. You think? Like, it's getting to the point where we don't really want human enemies as well as zombie enemies. We've always been very much against the Reds. I know, but we, fa- we haven't found the blues. <laughs> we did, but they were disappointing. Did we? Yeah. They were disappointing. Kira? No, I, I reckon we stay either undeclared or we've, all, we've been blue or yellow, but we've always hated the Reds. I just think if you want to be part of a faction, um, not the Reds. Yeah, I've been Even though they're the strongest, too. even though they're, they're the strongest, the strongest, they're always the jerks. Yeah, well. that's the only thing. feeling now? I'm tired. <laughs> not so stressed though. I feel like the inevitable is going to happen pretty soon, but I'm not, I've calmed down. I think I've run out of adrenaline. I'm feeling very cold as the sun has disappeared hours ago, but the running is keeping, keeping the energy levels up. We're just, this is the quiet before the storm. How are you feeling, James? Confused. I don't know what our odds are. I don't know if the balance is tipped, and I'm still angry. I'm still out for green blood. <laughs> Players fall into the archetypes, so you'll you know you're there with your friends, but then three hours later, one of your friends is the gung ho, grizzled sergeant who's going to get everyone killed. One of them is the almost having a fit, you know, close to snapping person who you know they need who we need to get out of here alive because they can't look after themselves you know you've got the second in command all of these kind of roles nobody sits down and says okay who's going to be squad captain when they go to z-town but they find themselves fitting into roles that they've seen in a uh, romero film or in the walking dead or any of the you know hours of zombie um genre material that we've put out in our infinite wisdom (laughs) when i say we i mean like civilization As the game progresses, it gets darker, it gets colder, and the zombie count rises. Our squad found its way up to a rooftop, and there we found some remaining survivors. We could hear the zombie hordes running rampant across the campus grounds below us. 18.0900 hours, night has well and truly fallen. We are maintaining our position on the roof, a whole bunch of survivors have abandoned our position and the zombie horde has grown in confidence. So we're not quite sure what to do. The great thing about live improvised gaming is that the rules can change at pretty much any time. As few survivors had stayed with us to defend the fort that we'd established on the rooftop, our group became concentrated at a choke point uh, atop these long, high, wide stairs. Zombies were gathering at the base of them. 
At that point, a game moderator came by and told us that the boundaries of the play zone had just been changed. We were now out of bounds. This meant that the only way back into the game was down the stairs, down the tall flight of stairs which had about 30 zombies waiting for us at the base. We had no other option but to accept our fate, and so we went out firing. Go, 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 go. Oh, fuck. Laser glory! Stand and fight, guys! Run, James! We fought with courage, but pretty quickly we were all taken by the zombies. Man! Join the horde! I'm dead. I swear. All right. How many of us died? I think all of us. Some people come to Z-Town with completely unrealistic blasters or not enough nerf darts because they don't really care about that, but they'll have a really strong, grounded idea of who they are in the world. They will have a group of friends that they want to experience this with. You know, having to provide for yourself and those you care about um, and get them out of an impossible situation is something that sort of speaks to some primitive part of all of our brains. The thing we hear again and again and again is the takeaway that makes people come back is that there's nothing like it, that it's unforgettable, and that they had an, a moment in Z-Town that they'll remember forever. And that's really exciting. Three, two, one, go!